proud sponsor of the Score North Studios, TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's Score North Live. A high fly right center field off the bat of Sano. It's back. It's deep, and it's gone. And that ball's hit well into right center field. That ball might have a chance back to the wall and gone. Marwin Gonzalez. A solo homer. And like that, Twins now leading three to nothing. Was that yesterday on Fox Sports North, Declan? That was yesterday. Fresh. Those are fresh cracks of the bat. Can I hear the Miguel Sano one again? Because that made me all high fly right center field off the bat of Sano. It's back. It's Mm. deep. And it's gone. Sound guys are in mid-season form on Fox Sports North. <laughs> this is Score North Live on 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North app. Judd Zolgad out. Derek Wetmore joins me, Rami Makloff, in the TCL broadcast studios. The real MVP Uh-oh. of Score North just Uh-oh. walked in. Say it on the air. Say it on the air. Oh, man. My guys. Wow. Oh, wow. You know what I got? Oh, wow. Okay, oh, Robbie gets a whole man. spread of pulled pork. These guys. So today, let me explain what's going on before you Yeah, I do you, feel like there's oh, some theater of the mind Ross here. Ross and Jonathan, the real MVPs of Score North. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Despite, yeah. despite differences Jonathan and I have had specifically about cram session every Tuesday at 530 on Mackie and Judd with Rami, uh, dude came through today because I'm... I'm now, this is why it happened, Declan. I'm right? furious. This is why it happened. I'm, I'm legitimately upset. I'm the food beat guy. That's my beat, cool. Declan. That's cool. my beat. I planted my flag on that beat. Okay, Dwight. As soon as I got here, all right? Different kind of beat. Today, they were having food tasting day out at Allianz Field, where members of the media could come and sample some of the great offerings that they'll be having here. And by the way, last year, I did all the food tours. Yes. Allianz Field was the best. I did all that of, one with you, I all think. All of them good, but Allianz Field was the best. No, I, think I did you, CHS Field with you. That's right. We, we did CHS I will Field. say, before you explain the spreads that oh were just brought God, in, before dude. you explain to the listeners five minutes here? into the show, oh um, it is really mm. funny to me. There's great comedic value in that sports teams in this market have learned that <laughs> sports media can be easily had. Just like Declan complete is, chills, Declan we are. Is craning his neck. You give us you free food look, and you look at the spread. Whatever you want, Dude, I bro. Got, I got a cupcake, a me, single cupcake. Let me see if I can figure out what I have here. Because Declan and Ross just came in. Like, Jonathan and Ross. Jonathan I did and Ross, not give you that food. I Jonathan never and give Ross it to just you. came in here like a team of waiters at a fancy fresh restaurant and put a spread just around my station here in the TCL broadcast studios. They also gave me a menu, so I'm gonna try. And decipher exactly what it is that I'm looking here. I think I got, um, let's see, Berea tacos, which are warm corn tortillas, braised beef, garlic, guajillo chilies, orange. Jonathan, grab a mic. Maybe you can help me try and decipher everything that's going on here. Is this a little mini burrito? I don't see burrito. By the way, the John, menu. I was just telling him how easily we can all be bought. You give us a little square plate of food with Dude, some. Jonathan uh, just bought my loyalty forever. <laughs> He'll never get a hard time about cram session ever. Again. I'm livid. This is a this is a mini mini oh this is the Brasa burrito special of the month. Do I need to describe what's in all these? Do you guys want I mean, me to describe what's in all these things or no, just tell not you tell what you they are? Them, but but tell you what this is impossible without soccer, Rami. So true. just think about true. it. That is true. true. Can you turn his mic on, Declan? I know you hate him right now because he didn't bring you food. <laughs> Sorry, but can buddy. you turn his mic on real quick? I mean, it would be nice of Rami to share. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, um, I laugh and I laugh. Let me, let me see that menu. I only right. have one of them. All so. right. Cool. 
So, yeah, the burrito that you have there is a Brasa Burrito Special of the Month. Nice. They'll be changing it up throughout the season. Ooh, this has French fries on it. Yeah, that is mm. delicious. That would French be fries. the oh, Cub oh, Summit oh. EPA Beer Brat. Mm-hmm. They've got fries with it. It is... Mm, oh, wait, no, sorry. That's the that's the Irish nacho. That's the smoked brisket, French fried potatoes, seasoned sour cream. My guy. Queso blanco, fried jalapeno, chives. Potato chips are We're just eating right on air like I this. mean... I'm disgusted. Dude, you can't. I'm I hate upset. The sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, here. You're not empty-handed. You come over here and grab something. No, don't come over here and grab something. No, he's not going to let me grab any of that. Absolutely not. This is my lunch this today. This is an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm <laughs> happening right o'clock. before our eyes. Outstanding. So the sandwich there, mm-hmm. that is the, if I remember correctly. It's like some kind of chicken? That's the the one on, the, on your right is the Freehouse Rotobird Baguette. Oh. Pulled chicken, wild arugula, Swiss cheese, bagel this, mayo. Is this the barbecue brisket for my guy... That Eric is Sutherland. No, that Top is Chef? the smoked uh, Caribbean, or that is the Mongolian pork shoulder. They have hold on, let me full open. on turkey legs there. They, they bought is, a smoker, Rami. Derek is trying to get a picture, so let me just open up all the boxes of Rami, all the great food that I have here. They bought a smoker for the stadium. Excuse me. Yeah, you heard that right. They bought a smoker. Okay. Big enough to serve the entire stadium. Man, I wish I could have my smoker up here. These, you should probably attend more soccer games. These then. draconian laws about smokers and grills and things of the sort in apartment buildings. That one in the middle there. Really got to go. That's the one from your boy, Justin Sutherland. That's oh. the, the Swedish meatball sub. Is My guy. Actually, the one on the right. Oh, this one, one right here? Yep. That's the one from Justin Sutherland. Okay. It's amazing. I want to eat this right now, but yeah. I, have a, I have a radio show. If you want me to just carry it, we can. the three and of us can talk twins. And a cupcake and from the cupcake. buttered tin. You, you can dive and in Declan's and just eat. And Declan's got a cupcake. I don't know what your yeah, problem all is. all I got. You got a cupcake. You know? Be appreciative, dude. <laughs> I'm Be not. appreciative. No. Of what you got instead no. of what you don't got. Yeah, no. It does you know kind of I mean? come off as sour grapes. Yeah. It does. It really does. A little bit. It really does. Unappreciative. Next time. Don't bring him anything. Yeah. No, honestly, that would have been more fine. I would have been more fine if you brought me nothing. If he's going to stack a cupcake in my car, I don't want any cupcakes. I've got beer in my car. I don't like sweets. If he's going to stare a gift horse in the mouth, then he should get nothing. That's that's what should happen with Declan. But thank you, Jonathan. But that's at Allianz Field, Minnesota United, their home opener next weekend. You can hear all their games right here on Score North. That's right. On 1500scorenorth.com, the Score North app. You, sir. Are the real MVP? Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I love you, Jonathan. I've never said that to anybody I work with here at Score no, North. That is a little weird. That's I, love I don't know how to how to take that. Just say you love me back. Uh, no. All right. Just share that burrito with him. <laughs> He's so mad. I've never seen Declan so upset. Take a picture of Declan. You took a picture of my food. Take a picture of Declan's in, food. Right. In due we, time, it was Ross and I taking. No, three, you have to get that. That, face that right scowl there. will still be there at two o'clock. I don't want that to go it anywhere. It was Ross and I taking three boxes out of the place and. We we already felt like the guys who were the fat guys, like just hauling out food. So I didn't know how much more we could take. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, Declan. It's a good excuse, at least. You got to give him that. I didn't want to look more fat than I already looked. He is so upset, <laughs> which is going to make this food taste even better. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. <laughs> you just bought his loyalty forever. I'm going to take six months at least. I'm going to taste Declan's disappointment and disdain in this food when I go home at two o'clock and just dog it all down for lunch. <laughs> oh, man. I cannot wait for two o'clock to roll around. But let's have some fun between now and then, shall we? And I'll try and focus on the show. I was reading the uh, athletics piece on Eddie Rosario this morning, Derek, and about the struggles that he had last year. They were talking about mainly in the field, 
after he had the injury that he tried to come back from. It was a sprained ankle, right? That he had. Yep. It was a severely Among sprained other ankle. Among things, yeah. Um, and it really slowed him down. It affected his defense mostly, but affected his offensive numbers as well. And they were just asking the question: Can can a healthy Eddie Rosario get back to 2017 form when he was maybe the best baseball player? on this team and was great offensively, was great defensively. And I started to think about Eddie Rosario, but then I started to think big picture. And the question occurred to me, who or what is the most sure thing on this Minnesota Twins team? And you can get in at 651-646-8255 or tweet us at SKOR North. And what is the biggest question mark? It can be a guy, it can be a phase of the game, whatever the case might be. Who or what is the most sure thing and who or what is the biggest question mark for the Twins in 2020, 651-646-8255, or tweet us at SKOR North. The question mark has to be pretty standard. Like, I, f- I feel like I'm cheating for Byron using Buxton this. Byron Buxton aside. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take that answer away from you. Byron Buxton aside. Oh, well, all right. 45 yeah. minutes of prep went right up in smoke. Great. Thanks a lot, Rami. That would have been my answer because, not because I don't think he can be a good player. He's proven that he can when he's healthy, but the if healthy is the biggest thing. And I feel like that rag has been wrung pretty dry this winter. Mm -hmm. We've all talked about it. The Twins have talked about it. It's a major underlying factor for are the Twins, uh, you know, 85 to 90 win team? Are they a 90 to 95? Are they 95 plus? If you're going to be one of the best teams in baseball, you're winning close to 100 games. We've seen that the past couple of years in the era of super teams. I think Pat Royce, he said it really well yesterday when he said on the Twins show, the Twins have a pretty good ball club without Byron Buxton. They are great when he's healthy and doing his thing. I'm paraphrasing because I don't know that Pat would say doing his thing. But I think it's really that simple. We said this a year ago that Byron Buxton was going to be one of the biggest X factors in are the Twins going to unseat the Indians and its AL Central champs. I think for them to not only repeat as division champs, but to go and do something in October, man, a healthy and awesome Byron Buxton would just go such a long way to getting in there. He's he's easily my biggest question mark. After that, you'd have to say starting pitching. Are is the bet that the Twins have made starting pitching wise, their bet, by the way, is quantity over quality, in my opinion. They've got a quantity of good starters. Show me a Cy Young winner in there. Show me your surefire game one winner in there. Quantity over quality is a fine bet, and it can work. But to me, that's the other big unsure thing that that I just don't know as we sit here today. Short of Rich Hill, because his status is always a question mark in terms of, much like Byron Buxton, can he stay healthy? Numbers indicate since 2015, 2016, he's a top 10 pitcher in this league when he goes to the mound. He's also bottom 10 in innings pitched because he's always getting hurt and he turns 40 soon and you tend not to get better and healthier as you age. I can ex- speak from experience and someone who just turned 40. All right. I can tell you flat out. I'm not the same guy I was two or three years ago. But outside of Rich Hill, I can't, it's not really a question mark in terms of the pitching because I kind of know what to expect. I, I know what you're going to get. Out of the rest of those guys, I can't, I have an idea of what you'll get from Barrios. Maybe he's a little bit improved on what he did last year. We hope he is, at least. Pineda, when he comes back from the suspension, I know what he is. I know what Jake Odorizzi is. I know what Homer Bailey is. I know what the bullpen is. Outside of Rich Hill, I kind of know 
what this Twins pitching staff is, my, the question I have about it, and it, it doesn't apply to what we're talking about right now, who are they going to add? I can't have a question about somebody who's not here. If I had a question about pitching, it's are they going to add and who? Yeah, I was between, just going to say. Between now and the trade deadline. So, so your biggest uncertainty is door number two. It's July. Right. I'm not so sure they will. Maybe they will. And yeah, it's a two-parter. Will they add? Yeah, And if yeah. so, how much and who? Exactly right. So what is short of that? Because that's an unknowable right now. We don't know what their rotation is going to look like on July 1. We don't know their place in the division. All, all that stuff we we can't know today. What's the biggest uncertainty for you? Because I, obviously I'm going with Bucks, and you took that off the table for me. For me, and you're not going to like this answer. You don't know that. I, I mean, I do have a question as to whether or not, I have doubts as to whether or not Mitch Garver was the dude that we saw last year. And that's, I mean, that's a big bat in the middle of your lineup that if he regresses or falls off the map and last year turns out to just be a pop-up year for a guy who nobody saw that coming from. And those are the types of guys who have pop-up years and then go back to being who they are as the league figures them out. Most of the damage that Mitch Garver did last year was on fastballs. You got to imagine he's going to see less fastballs this year. And can he lay off the other stuff or can he hit the other stuff? If, if that's the route that he chooses to take, I definitely have questions about Mitch Garver, how the league will adjust to him, and how he'll adjust to those adjustments, because that's the name of the game in baseball. Everybody is constantly trying to adjust to what their opponent is doing, and then it's on the opponent, if they do fit, if the adjustments work, to adjust themselves and try and address that problem. I don't hate it. I have a question about Mitch Garver. Yeah, I don't hate it. Because that's of, fair. Because of his importance to the middle of that lineup last year? And the circumstances that surround him, having that type of year, can he recreate it or come close to it, or does he just fall off the map? Because if you lose that bat in the middle of your lineup, basically, you you break even with the addition of Josh Donaldson. Sure, yeah. If he goes back to being a light-hitting catcher, you basically just broke even in bringing Josh Donaldson in. So I think Garver makes the all-star team this year. I think he supports the fact that he broke out last year in a meaningful way, not in a fluky way. And I think he continues to be one of the Twins' best hitters this year. However, having said all of that, it's perfectly fair to have questions about this. There, how many, how many guys in your career doing this job, Rami? Have you seen that were one-year wonders? Maybe even came with some prospect cachet, which Garver did a little bit, but you know, not he, what he did last year. No, 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 no. Well, and he didn't come up. He wasn't getting the the praise and adoration that a guy like Royce Lewis is getting right now. Or Alex Kirilov, Trevor Larnick. He was a prospect, but you had to kind of know prospects to, to to know who Mitch Garver was around the country. I mean, and honestly, dude, I just believe in his changes. Like I, I get what you're saying. The one year pop up thing could be a fluke. You could say that about a number of guys. By the way, this just might be the most uh, and by the, the way, most prime example. Because as I illustrated beautifully in hour one of the show, people will misconstrue what we say on these shows. I'm not saying never I, happens. I'm to not. Me. I'm not saying I don't think try Mitch Garver with your points. can be that guy. I'm just saying that you, realistically speaking, you have to at least in the back of your mind have a question as to whether or not Mitch Garver can can be that guy and be that guy consistently. I wonder, do you think the Twins do? I always kind of wonder about this. It's like obviously they're never going to say. Eh. I think the Twins you are too I mean? smart not to consider that possibility. Sure. Right. Yeah, sure. They His see, worst case outcome? They see what we see. They 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 understand that 
he hit fastballs almost exclusively last year when he was productive, and that teams are probably going to give him a few less of those fastballs this coming season, and can he adjust to that? I, the, the Twins are definitely smarter than me. In terms, of, in terms of in terms of what they think about these players and questions that they have surrounding these players, if I'm thinking of it, you can be damn sure Falvey and Levine are thinking of it, right? So last year, I've got a stat for you. You like stats? I do. You like stats? I do. They called me the stat guy at my previous stop. Is that right? Yeah. And they would all they would all start rolling their eyes every time I started reading off. Oh, here goes stat guy again. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, okay, you like stats. I know I Declan likes stats. Mm-hmm. You guys could hang with me on this. Sure. So, baseball savant, which is uh, sort of a, it's a it's a cool new, newish, I should say, website owned by MLB.com. It's posted there. They they. They run a ton of numbers, and they help give us in the public a better glimpse into analyzing baseball players the way front offices do. Now, I'll echo what you just said. They're all smarter than me. Every single person that works for the Twins is smarter than I am. But that's okay. Here on the outside, we do the best we can. And for my money, Baseball Savant has a number that that I like a lot in this case. It takes your quality of contact, considers your strikeouts, considers your walks, and say, hey, what kind of offensive profile did you deserve based on how well you hit the ball and, and everything like that mm-hmm. last year? Leaderboard, just so we're like calibrated here to make sure I'm not just making up a stat with a bunch of letters and calling it good. Here are the leaders in this particular stat that measures offensive quality. Mike Trout, Cody Bellinger, Christian Yelich, who got rich yesterday, by the way, Nelson Cruz, Anthony Rendon, you're Don Alvarez, Mookie Betts, Juan Soto, Aaron Judge. That that's the list. Okay, good hitters clustered at the top. Had great years in 2019. If you drop the need to have a full season of plate appearances to this leaderboard, Mitch Garver shows up on it. I mean, he's not at the top, but he is in the top 25. Mitch Garver, according to this leaderboard that tries to measure quality contact and say what you deserved as a hitter based on on, on how good you were, crushing baseballs and uh, not striking out and drawing walks and all that. Mitch Garver was 24th in baseball last year. The company that surrounds him, Marcelo Zuna, Josh Bell, DJ LeMahieu, Justin Turner, Alex Bregman. I mean, I think legitimately last year, Mitch Garver was an elite hitter and it's just too bad that he's a catcher and he got hurt. Two things that kept his plate appearances down. Otherwise, people would be talking about this guy as, a, as like a as a breakout star. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I think Mitch Garver makes an all star team. This and year. the article we were talking about was it last week or two weeks ago? Mike Petriello from MLB.com yeah, yeah. talking about Mitch Garver and he whether loves Garver too, and whether or not he he can sustain this or recreate this. He seems to think he can. And you look at the hard hard hit rate, average exit velocity. I mean, the dude was hitting the ball hard and far and as often as just about anybody in this league. You heard some of the names that Derek just read off in the same sentence or same paragraph as Mitch Garver. But I do think that it's still fair to have some doubt creeping in the back of your mind about Mitch Garver and maybe a couple other guys on this roster of whether or not they can recreate or keep doing what we saw last year. But, and I keep making this point, I'll make it again, there are at least... As many guys on this roster who you can point at and say they could very well improve on what they did last year. We could see progression and not regression from four or five guys on this roster. And you could say the same about 
regression that you might see from four or yeah. five guys on this I roster. Look at, well, honestly, when I look at the roster, I see more guys who could take a step back than who could take a step forward. So that would have me a little bit worried if I was the Twins. But I also see a collection of great players. I see a mix of young guys who are just getting established in their career, a mix of veterans. I wrote this yesterday for scorenorth.com. Tons of postseason experience. Low-key tons of October experience on this roster now. And I think that was a calculated effort by the Twins. So there are a lot of things to be super optimistic about. Um, the the sort of fading is a real concern. It's really something they should be worried about. I You flipped the question. You, you sent me a two-parter to start this show. Mm-hmm. First, what are you worried about? What's got you concerned? But I you also about said, the second part what are yeah, you most confident about? <laughs> no, I want to know for you. Like, you got to look at that and say, okay, no matter what happens this year, no matter what, you know, good luck, bad luck, overperformance, underperformance, don't care. This guy's going to be there. Or this asset is going to be there. Something like that. This is, is going to be, there's going to be the easy way out. Not as easy as you taking Byron Buxton as the biggest question mark. Hey, man, I like to be right. On some level, this is, this is an easy way out. With all this that we're talking about, about guys regressing, guys improving or uh, developing, I don't think enough guys in that lineup can regress that you're not going to be a very potent offense this year. I just, even if Mitch Garver takes a step back or if Eddie Rosario takes a step back, A, you added Josh Donaldson. B, you replaced the offensive production of C.J. Crone at first place with the offensive production of Miguel Sano. And C, you just have some guys in there who I know are boppers and can hit the baseball, like Josh Donaldson, like Nelson Cruz. Even if a, even if a couple of guys, let's take Garver and Luis Arise. Sure. Let's say they come back down to earth and regress a little bit on what they did last year. I think that there's enough around them, up and down that lineup, to pick them up, make up for that, and this team is going to score a lot of runs. The offense is going to be a force, regardless of what else happens this season. The one yeah. thing I know, that offense is going to be a force to be reckoned with this offseason. I agree with you, man. Everything I, else could fall apart. Sure. But the offense is going to be a force. They're going to score some runs. Yes. I ran that uh, theory by a Twins official this spring. I said, you guys probably score a lot of runs in 2020 if this goes according to plan. And they said, finally. He said, it's about time we put some runs on the board. The phonetic, you used the F. I thought something else was about to be said. <laughs> like hovering over the dump button. <laughs> went, can't say that. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. Seven years in radio, first time for everything. Uh, no, I think that they are going to score a lot of runs. I think that's a bigger cop-out than me using Buxton, by the way. So I'm going to go a step further and be a little bit more bold to make up and to appease you, Rami, who mm-hmm. didn't like my first answer and then said, the offense is something that you're confident in. It was a little lazy. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I was leaning on a little thick. There. I can't try hard for two hours. It's dude. the food thing. It's still sitting in my crawl Man, a little it bit. It smells so good in here right now. I think that it's hard not to feel great <laughs> about. We're just winding Declan up. Dude, I don't think I've ever seen him this upset. I'm sure he's going to walk out. Like, does that break fire itself? Are you going to have poopy face the rest of the show? I'm going to have poopy face, yeah. <laughs> I really want to hear Derek's point, but. You, you you literally <laughs> derailed. You can just not comment on my poopy face. I'm sorry, Derek. <laughs> Carry on, sir. It's all good, man. This is what I expect when I come to Score North Live twice a week on 
<laughs> Live.scorenorth.com. <laughs> AM1500. And Rami's probably going to plug the mobile app at some point. It's totally free. Those Go are the get three it. things Apple I can Store, count on. Google Play Store, totally free. So uh, my point for Declan and for anybody else who's curious <laughs> about this is like it's really hard to not feel good about Josh Donaldson's potential for 2020. I was I was probably the most vocal, if you want to call it critic, I, I wouldn't say critic, but just maybe like skeptic, that that said, hey, five years, four years of this deal guaranteed, usually, you know, guys in their mid-30s who hit for power don't age super gracefully, and this is a concern. It's a risk that the Twins are taking. But for 2020, his age 34 season, I think you're going to see a star fielder at third base. I think you're going to see a sensational hitter at the plate. And I told you guys last week, I came away from my two weeks in spring training super impressed with how much he throws his arm around other people and says, hey, if you want to listen to me and I'll just show you the path, here's the shortcut, this is what I did. Maybe it works for you, maybe it doesn't, take some things, whatever. I'm just, here's the blueprint for me. He talked the talk. I loved how much he showed other guys the way. In the introductory press conference when he said, I, I, I want to work with young guys. I want to take pride in working with young talk, guys. Man. I'm a member of the Twins organization, and those guys being good is good for the Twins, and I that's good for me. He's just up there to win the press conference, and he was just saying that. Dude I can tell you firsthand that's not the case. He dude, was there to deliver on that promise. Yeah, dude showed up to camp and walked the walk. So Josh Donaldson is going to be a great player in 2020 for the Twins. There you go. Save that drop if you need it, Declan. And... I'll throw another one in there because I'm going to get a little parlay action here. Mm. I think Miguel Sano is going to be an awesome hitter in 2020. I think you're going to be pretty happy with what you got come the end of the season. If he stays healthy, no matter how the whole first base thing goes. I mean, if that crack of the bat we open the hour with is any indication. I mean, this guy can do some special things in the batter's box. I do You wonder a little bit about the strikeouts, but at some point, Outs are outs, and you'll take a guy who makes such forceful contact to be up there on like the league leaderboards when you talk about max exit velocity and even average exit velocity. Sometimes we overrate some of this stuff. The ball off the bat, great, cool. But in Sano's case and Nelson Cruz's case and Josh Donaldson's case, I think there is some quality of contact there that backs up that these guys are star hitters. What? Declan just tweeted. What is it now? You can follow him at Dex's tweets, D-E-X-S tweets. See, I got your back, man. Thank you. He quote tweeted your tweet that had the picture of me with all the food spread that was brought to me by Jonathan Harrison from uh, Allianz Field. And said, I try not to swear on here a ton, but this is complete bull bleep. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how you don't understand this. I'm the food guy. This is my beat. This is what I do. You don't see me trying to horn in on the hockey beat, do you? That's your thing. If he would have not brought me the cupcake and just brought you all the food. So you prefer he bring you nothing? Correct. It was insulting just to bring a cupcake. That's so unappreciative. So unappreciative. That's fine. If I'm Jonathan Harrison, you're out of my circle. That's remarkably ungrateful of you. Right? Thank you. I'm just saying. Thank you. Usually I'm I'm alone here. Oh. I'm on an island. I'll just be Minnesota passive aggressive and <laughs> tell him I praise him even though I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. I'm just being I'm being full frontal. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. We got to hit a quick break. On the other side, the Astros trolling continues on, and I love it. Oh, it's amazing, including from a Rod. Trolling? I don't, I don't say this very often. Alex Rodriguez was right about something. Gasp! You'll hear it right after this. Score North Live on fifteen hundred. Score-